Within the enterprise, storage as a service or STAS spans deployment environments and can be delivered both on-prem or in the cloud. It offers the ability to deliver consumption-based, pay-for-what-you-use or OPEX capacity model along with a range of additional value-added services. IDC found that the technical and business benefits of STAS offerings are driving the adoption, but there are more factors impacting the adoption and trend. Gartner predicts that by 2025, managed consumption-based storage systems and hybrid IT will serve as the foundation for more than 70% of corporate enterprise storage workloads. It also predicts that by 2025, 59% of global corporate enterprise-grade storage petabytes will be consumed off-premises as part of a managed STAS hybrid IT multi-cloud initiative. In this podcast for future CIO, we speak to Matthew Utsbin, Chief Technology Officer and VP at Pure Storage, for his view on how enterprise STAS transforms IT operating model. Matthew, welcome to Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you for having me on the show. Could you name one top driver of STAS in Asia? Well, Alan, it's it's interestingly uh, digital transformation, but more specifically, it's paying for digital transformation. At the moment, we know in Asia, there is a very strong appetite for digitizing one's organization, for digitizing a business. And in order to do that, of course, you need to be able to pay for it. There's a lot of costs associated. So companies at the moment are looking internally and they're reallocating their budgets and they're pushing those budgets towards innovation. And in order to do that, they have to reduce the spend, obviously, in other areas. And this is where a technology like storage as a service comes because storage as a service allows an organization to be able to replace their capital expenditure and it allows them to improve the capital allocation. And when they do that, they can actually improve their decision-making process as part of this. So, you know, really we're seeing this huge push towards digital transformation with CIOs asking the question, how can they reallocate a budget? And, And a technology like storage as a service is a really good way of achieving that. Beyond the economic value that STAS offers, can you name one quality that you think enterprise customers want from STAS solutions? It's absolutely simplicity because a customer with a storage as a service implementation, they can leverage the STAS cloudification. They can implement the strategies associated with that. And the outcome is, of course, a cleaner, simpler environment because they've been able to eliminate a hardware administration and support costs. But more importantly, of all of the associated work that goes with that, because obviously infrastructure is but one part of the puzzle. If you've got infrastructure, you've got processes associated with that, you've got systems, and you've also got people. By reallocating and implementing this technology, not only do you say to yourself, well, I'm going to move this across the balance sheet, but I'm also going to be able to eliminate many of those manual processes that slow down transformation. And in the process, you've got a simpler and cleaner environment to manage. And beyond the economies of scale and simplicity that you mentioned, any other benefit that can be derived from STAS by enterprises in Asia? Well, uh, look, this touches a little bit on the points that I've made, but I think that there are some specifics that we, sh- we should address when it comes to the financial element. And that is the way that a balance sheet is treated. So it's not just about the cost, but it's how the cost is recognised by the organisation. So with STAS, you can unlock a balance sheet asset, okay? And that means you're able to preserve the cash for other usage. 
And what we know at the moment is that organizations are rotating towards, you know, these strategic initiatives because there's a lot of uncertainty. We've got a global pandemic. We're not quite sure when things are going to leave. We've also got a lot of capital washing around within marketplaces. And there is a lot of opportunity for organizations that are able to cascade into new marketplaces. Now, they need to have not only their IT engineering in place, but also the balance sheet engineering to be able to accomplish this. So there's a huge opportunity cost if an organization is still locked into the old paradigm of how they're acquiring their infrastructure and where it sits on a balance sheet. Given the shift to the cloud, do enterprises still need standalone SaaS solutions? You know, I I think about this a lot and I've had the opportunity, obviously, to to talk to customers and and we think about it within the office of the CTO. And the conclusion is that customers need this more than ever because what we're witnessing in the marketplace at the moment from a technology perspective is unique. We're on the precipice of a really large change and there's a balance shift in the way that our data uh, and our applications are being used and more importantly, where they reside. Now, if you listen to the analysts, and, and you probably should, there's some super smart people there, they tell us that more data is obviously being created than ever, but it's where that data is being created that matters. It's being created outside our data centers. It's being created out outside of our clouds. And this is where we start to invoke the conversation of the edge, because this is going to necessitate a need to bring the infrastructure points closer to where the data is being created. And so the cloud, if you think about it, is disaggregating. You know, we have many things that we love about the cloud, elasticity, for example, uh, in particular, the buying model. Uh, We want to keep those attributes, but the reality is that infrastructure is now going to play an important role in this new paradigm. That's where we start to think about storage as a service because we take many of the great elements from cloud that we like, but also we apply that to this new world because what matters in the new world is speed, it's performance, and it's also the proximity where we're able to bring things closer to the point of the data creation because data is now grown to such a size where it's the king, uh, but it's too expensive and too cumbersome to now move that to other locations, you know, where you might want to process it out of convenience. It's actually simpler, cheaper, and more efficient now to move what you need closer to those points of creation. So in this new world that we're moving towards, you know, absolutely standalone storage as a service is, is a really important solution. And I think that's why if you listen to the Gartner's of the world and you listen to the IDCs of the world, they're talking about such meteoric growth within this particular sector. How would an enterprise determine whether they need SaaS and how to select the right solution for them? Yeah, and and that's absolutely the case. I I think you've nailed it there with the question because there is a lot to consider when implementing a technology like this. And yet it's not unique in the sense that the questions a customer should be asking themselves is pretty similar to any question they should be asking about the implementation of a new technology. They need to really understand their needs. They need to have done internal analysis. You know, in the case of storage of service, that's going to be understanding your storage hardware administration costs, uh, the support fees, and all of the costs that go towards keeping that environment online above and beyond the actual acquisition costs as well. 
And I think there's some important questions that they need to ask around the application ecosystem. Now, the very reason that we have servers or storage or a cloud for that matter is to run a workload, it's to run an application. So you need to understand what pressure, if you will, the application ecosystem places upon the infrastructure underneath. What SLAs must be met? How do you ensure that the users that are connected to these applications are getting the experience that's necessary for them to be able to complete their work? Now, the second part of your job was around you know, solution selection. And if I've got any advice around that, and, and I'll say this, when you're looking at, at storage as a service, you know, from a Gartner perspective or an IDC perspective, they have a taxonomy and there's a multitude of different solutions that sit within the taxonomy. But I'll also say this, is that not all storage as a service is created equal. So my advice to any listeners looking to explore this and understand whether it's right for their environment is to ask some questions about what the financial engineering looks like. You know, is it a true utility model, for example, or is this just a lease in disguise? Because that absolutely matters. If you don't have the accounting standards in place, you're still going to have assets sitting on a balance sheet. And so therefore, you're not going to be able to hit the key objectives that an organization has, which is not just being able to consume storage more simply, but to ensure that the balance sheet, to ensure that the economics are also stacked in favor of the company that's implemented solution. So certainly my, my advice is to make sure that they understand what they're requiring, make sure that they're communicating with the vendor. You know, in, in the case of uh, pure storage, we make sure that we have a, an almost a consulting-like engagement with our customers so that they truly understand what it is that we're offering and how it's able to not just benefit them from a technology perspective, but also from a financial perspective and also from a digital transformation perspective and tying those three elements together to provide the important outcome that customers are looking for. So to summarise, it's really about understanding that 360 view and that 360 perspective of uh, how you would ordinarily acquire a technology. How do you envision enterprise storage as a service transforming IT operating models? And what sort of skills stand out in this new IT operating model? The, the good news is that the implementation of a model like this is going to really simplify the day-to-day job of someone who's uh, meant to be looking after infrastructure. And it gives them a better day-to-day function for what they should be doing. So instead of racking and stacking infrastructure, instead of trying to provision how much storage is necessary for a particular day or a particular week, system administrators, technologists can now focus on an outcome. They're not looking inwardly within their own IT department, trying to ensure that infrastructure is available and is tuned for the requirements of the task that's being asked of it. Now, with the implementation of technology like this, they're able to lift their gaze and look outwardly beyond the IT department towards the lines of business. And that helps the IT department change its posture. It means that they can lean into line of business opportunities and work collaboratively with their business partners throughout the organisation to deliver an outcome, not just delivering a piece of IT equipment for an organization. Matthew, thank you for joining us on Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. That was Matthew Utsvin, Chief Technology Officer and Vice President for Pure Storage, sharing his views on how Enterprise STAS transforms IT operating models. 
You are listening in the podcast for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podcasts for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podcasts for Future CIO. Bye for now.